Welcome to the Nieces Nugs Podcast. Nieces Nugs, Nieces Nugs. What's up, friends? Welcome back to Nieces Nugs Podcast. Life lessons learned along the way. Season 2, Episode 3, Episode 30 in total. Listen, friends, I hope you're doing well and learning things as you live day by day. Never stop learning. Never stop experiencing. I want to start off by saying I appreciate all of you listening, providing feedback. It keeps me going. It is truly humbling to know that people all over the place are actually listening, learning, and enjoying it for the most part. Also, this week, got word that someone is starting a podcast because this podcast inspired them to kind of pull that trigger, and I'm just thankful that we were able to do that. Also, let me tell you, we do have shirts for sale, $20, Nieces Nugs. seen a couple people wearing them recently. Love it. Get the word out about the podcast. I want to give you a quick update on something I mentioned on last week's episode. I talked about the donut man. In fact, I got a call. One of my listeners was listening to the episode, very upset about what I had delivered, the news on the, the donut man. He was in tears. Tell me it's not true. They got rid of my favorite donut. Listen, friends, I did some research. I got a hold of the donut man in California, found out that he's the one who actually purchased this donut man. I reached out. He responded. And let me tell you this. If something happens and you make communication, you have to communicate back. I emailed back and I kind of basically just laid out some thoughts, understanding what was going on and and basically affirming the actual quality of the Donut Man. We'll see what happens. I haven't heard back. It's been about a week. Um, Here's what I want to encourage you with regards to feedback. Number one, it is okay to provide feedback, but do so in a constructive way. I remember reading a book when I was in my college years, Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People. It got it recommended to me. And one of the illustrations in there about how do we address people, I think, plays into this. You know, some people just like to give their opinion. They don't care um, how it comes across. They don't care who they affect. And a lot of times we don't necessarily like to be around these kind of people. What is better and better as far as providing feedback and constructive feedback is Dale Carnegie says this, you always lather someone up before you shave them. If you're shaving a beard, you lather up, you shave it, and then you provide some cooling afterwards. In the same way, you do that when you're providing feedback. You tell somebody what you appreciate about the product or them or their service or the restaurant or whatever it is, and then you provide the feedback which you trying to communicate, hey, there was an issue or here's what I'm really concerned about, and then you always end it. Make a compliment sandwich, if you will. Uh, also, with a little bit of research, you can find out many things these days. Man, everything is right out there, and so if you really want to provide feedback, really want to get in touch with somebody, do a little research. Also, if people respond to you, I just take the assumption that they're interested in hearing back from me. Now, I've done this a couple times, and people have responded to me, and I've sent something back and never heard another word, and at the end of the day, that's their choice, and at the end of the day, we have to respect their business model because you might not agree with it, I might not agree with it, but if we aren't willing to open our own business, understand it's their right to run it how they want to, even if it does mean progressing towards what we would consider to be failure. But today, friends, what I want to address is flight issues and flying setbacks. Oh, it's happening left and right. Weather delays, mechanical delays, software issues, all things happening. Over the last month and a half, flights have been canceled left, 
and write, and some of you are scared about traveling. Even i got some friends stuck right now because of different things, some weather-related, but then there's other things going on. So what do you do when things don't go as planned? After planning my flight out west to Los Angeles, someone said to me, I bet your flights are delayed. I said, no way. We're all going to be on time. And in fact, everything was on time, but it's not always that way. In fact, sometimes you don't get to be so lucky. Some things don't go to plan. And so today, what I want to overview for you is what do you do when things happen when you're flying that may cause setbacks? Loyal listener texted me today early in the morning to talk about a flying mishap friend in Vegas texted me a couple weeks ago, flight was delayed, going to miss the next one, what do I do? We took a group traveling to New York City, what do you do uh, in that regard? And ultimately, what I want to do is kind of walk through that. In fact, I want to walk through our trip to New York City. I was taking a group of students to New York City to partner with a program called Coats for the City. There was going to be 20 of us traveling to New York City. We were going in several waves. And our first group was leaving on Thursday from Myrtle Beach, Flying Spirit, no issues taking the first flight out. We got plenty of time. Second group was coming on Friday. Uh, We were scheduled to be in A6, Departure Gate A6 in Myrtle Beach. Listen, this is, if you listen to the podcast about Spirit and Niagara Falls and the heat and the air conditioner not working, this was the same gate. And so a little nervous coming out already. Uh, But the plane comes in the day before. I could see this. Friends, if you want to know where your plane is coming from, if it's on time, things like that, there's a website called Flight Aware that can give you all that information. And you can actually track where your plane is coming from. Has it left? Is it in flight? Is there a delay? All these things. I had done that for this flight and seen that this plane actually arrived on Wednesday, you know, mid-afternoon, and it was going to be sitting there until Thursday morning when we took off to go to New York City. So no issues. Everything was going to be on time. Tell all the students to get there on time. Uh, We get on. Everyone's in their seat, but the doors don't close. Friends, if there is a delay in the doors closing, especially if you're boarding towards the end, you need to pay attention to this. If there's a delay in boarding, there's something happening. Sometimes maybe you're waiting on passengers, but if you're the first flight of the day, you're not waiting on a passenger to make a connection. Uh, most times, something is up. In fact, if you see the captain get up from his seat and walk out of the cockpit, you better be on alert. And sure enough, this is what happened. We're sitting there. We're talking. I made, I made a comment to someone, hey, it doesn't look good. Uh, we're not taking off. Sure enough, a few minutes later, the captain walks out. I immediately, before he even says anything, start to prepare to get off the plane. And so what he gets on the thing is basically says that the plane had a mechanical issues. He wouldn't get into too much details, but something was wrong with the engine. It had a bird the day before, and they were trying to fix it. Now, the thing about Myrtle Beach is there's no spirit mechanic. It's not a hub, and so there's no extra spirit planes. And so until that plane gets fixed or another plane comes in, you're toast. You just have to sit there. So I immediately run off the plane and run over to, there was a flight going to Newark, just a few minutes later, and I tried to get us on that flight, uh, but ultimately they would not let us on because it was too many people, but I'm in the line for that, and other people are starting to get off, and they're trying to get on, and uh, it's just kind of a madhouse. Also, Spirit send, sent vouchers. Yes, yes, catch your breath. Spirit sent food vouchers, and what this means is is if an airline sends you vouchers, they are anticipating you being in the airport through the next meal. It's not good news, but immediately I knew something was going on, and so it sends me into 
uh, troubleshooting mode. What can we do? We're, we're sitting in the airport. I go into planning mode. But what should you do here? Well, here are my helpful hints, and hopefully they can help you. Number one is this. Things to know when you're traveling and how to be aware, uh, be aware of changes. Number one, stay aware. You need to get off the plane as quickly as possible. Everyone thinks that they are priority. It's just their human nature. Everyone thinks that their reason to get somewhere is more important than someone else's reason. And so being in line matters. Now, the way things you can do now is you can use apps and you can do other ways of communication. But ultimately, if you're trying to get a human to help you, if you're not in line early, it's going to be harder and harder because as uh, flight gate agents deal with more and more and more people, they tend to become more and more agitated, more and more frustrated. And so if you're towards the good line getting help, but once the madness hits, people are less likely to help. So plan for the hiccup and stay aware. Number two is this, know your rights as a passenger. Certain airlines provide different things. Certain airlines have partners where if a flight is canceled for a mechanical reason, they can put you on another airline. These cheap discount airlines probably are not like that, though, because they don't have partners like that. It's one of the downsides. So you kind of take that risk. However, you do, as a passenger, have certain rights. And so you need to know those rights associated with it. If it's weather-related, friends, it doesn't matter what it is. You're t- it's too bad, out of luck, unless they can reroute you and somehow be gracious. But ultimately, they are responsible. They're not responsible to provide hotel or food or anything else if it's a weather delay. Um, also... If it's not, if it's mechanical, like the plane has an issue like this, they are responsible uh, depending on how long it is, uh, the time delay, whether it's a a certain time will trigger a refund or help you uh, compensate you for food or even a hotel, things like that. And then there's also a refund timeline that within a couple hours, if you decide that you just don't want to take anymore, they do, they would refund you. So you have to know your rights as a passenger. Every airline's different. I don't have time to kind of go through that tonight, but you need to know your rights as a passenger. And also you need to know that uh, how to trigger some of those things uh, if something goes wrong. Number three is this. You need to know the change rules associated with each airline. Some airlines let you bounce back and forth to get on the earliest flight. Uh, but Spirit, one of the things that's unique about Spirit is once you change your ticket, so for example, we're on the New York City flight, and people change to a different flight, they're stuck. Even if our flight goes an hour later, they can't get back on it because Spirit has this rule where they change the ticket, they're not going to rechange the ticket. And there were several passengers that ended up kind of being stuck for that very reason. Some airlines have free changes on the same day travel, standby, weather allowances, things like that. For example, my buddy was flying to South Bend, Indiana over Christmas. Huge weather blizzard comes in. He was able to get uh, bumped up early because of some cancellations and because he knew his rights, he was ready to fly early, and we were able to get him there on earlier flights uh, for free because we knew the change rules associated with American Airlines at the time. So know the change rules associated and use them to your favor. Number four is this. Know that baggage and checking bags affects your options. Number one is this. Uh, when you get to the, when you're checking a bag, most airlines industry-wide have a 45-minute point that's a cutoff where you, if you arrive at the airport and you check your bags 45 minutes before departure, it's okay. Uh, after 45 minutes, you're at the will of the people and grace, and ultimately, uh, sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. Now, if you get there after 45 minutes, some places you can just, if you not have uh, liquids or things in your check bag or 
you know, ammunition, whatever it is, uh, you can take it through the security checkpoint and gate check it and just be like, hey, I wasn't, it was too late, and they will put it on the plane for you, um, things like that. Uh, a buddy of mine is flying out west, gets to the airport 55 minutes ahead of his departure time, plenty of time, gets there, and the airline gate agent says, we can't check your bag, it's too late. This is where you need to know your rights as a passenger, pull up the website, show them, and because of all this, it kind of caused some major headaches. Um, so know your rights and know that baggage also affects your options because if you get there 50 minutes ahead, you're not checking a bag, you just breeze on through security and you're ready to roll. So checking bag limits your options. For another example, I had a friend in Las Vegas who checked a bag, found out that a flight was delayed, they were going to miss their connection, and so they were trying to figure out how they could get their bag to fly a different airline in order to get where they needed to get on time. And they were able to make it happen uh, by talking to the airline and putting a note in there that when they arrived, their bag was going to be pulled off the flight and not sent to the next flight or sent to baggage claim. And so you need to know that baggage affects your options. And so when possible, don't check bags. Uh, use carry-on processes instead. Number five is this. Know your other options. And what I mean by that is in a chance your flight gets delayed, canceled, things like that, you need to expand your range both for departure and arrival. I've mentioned skip lagged on this uh, podcast several times that prov provide one-way routes. Um, but when you know your other options, you need to be aware of connections. Let me talk you through kind of what, our, uh, what this looked like for me when we're sitting in the airport. We have 11 people. And I'm trying to figure out how are we going to get 11 people to New York City for this service project. Now, I have a group, another 11 people coming the next day, but all the flights the next day are completely sold out. There's no way we're getting 11 people on the flight the next day. So I have to get 11 of us to New York or around New York by the end of day, Thursday. Otherwise, we're stuck. And so I began to kind of look at different places. But one thing I want to say is beware of connections. All right, I'm going to talk about this in a second, but beware of connections. If you're changing your route, make sure you're doing so, not where you're going to get stuck somewhere else. So the first thing I checked was Newark. Newark is another airport that services New York City. In fact, New York City has three airports, Newark, LaGuardia, and Kennedy Airport. All three service New York City. Uh, we couldn't get on the Newark flight, and then I found a flight to Newburgh on Allegiant, all right? And so we're looking at buying these tickets to Newburgh. Newburgh is a couple hours outside the city up near West Point. You drive down, it's been a beautiful drive. I could figure out buying or getting a rental van one way, making it happen. Uh, I was literally about to pull the trigger on these, but I was waiting on the refund to come through on Spirit. It didn't come through. I went to buy these tickets, and we missed the 45-minute cutoff because of the system that actually was an hour is kind of a big headache, but it worked out. But I was willing to go to Newburgh. We were just going to do a little uh, road trip drive. Uh, or, or maybe uh, we, I looked at Philly. All right, so Spirit also services Philly from Myrtle Beach, and Philly's a two-hour drive. You can also hop on a train and go up, so that was an option. And then the other option was, what if we flew out of Charleston? Charleston's two hours south of Myrtle Beach. And so I looked at flights from Charleston to all of these cities as well. We'd have to get a vehicle to drive down to Charleston one way, make it happen. But there's not spirit there, so it would cost us money. So I'm running through all of these scenarios. And then they offer to put us through Detroit to get to LaGuardia. Now, the thing about this is, no big deal, except for what if your flight gets canceled in Detroit? Then you're stuck. Or... What if you miss the connection? Or there, there's a whole lot of things that can happen. And so I was a little hesitant to do this, but several people on our flight went ahead and took this option, and it gave them the peace of mind. Hey, we're going to leave at this time. We'll come back at the airport. Uh, the, the deal is, though, guess what happened? 
the plane that we ended up taking to New York was the one that was supposed to go back to Detroit. And so we, because of the way Spirit works, they bumped the people from the Detroit flight, and they said, you guys are going to have to wait. They gave us the Detroit plane, so every person who had changed their ticket to Detroit to go to LaGuardia couldn't change back and get on that plane because they didn't understand that once you change, you can't change back. And so they were stuck waiting on a flight to Detroit that they had no idea when it was going when we were going straight to LaGuardia, which is where our LaGuardia when they were supposed to go there the whole time. Uh, we also were about to go to Boston. Uh, Boston would have been a several hour drive, but the flight was available. It was going to leave in a couple hours. We we're all going to do it. There's no options the next day. And worst case was going to be, you know what, we'll just drive. This happened. There's a story about this. People in Orlando's flight got canceled. They're trying to go to Knoxville. They all kind of get this band together and document their trip. Friends, beware of connections, expand your options, use skip lag to your favor, and kind of draw a range where you're like, I could fly out of here into here and have some of those things. Ultimately, we got there. We were a little delayed, but ultimately, it all worked out. Number six is this. When preparing for something to happen, have snacks and a water bottle. Now, you can't bring water through security, so if you're going to purchase a drink inside the gates, you know you're going to pay a lot, but you can bring an empty bottle, you can bring a water bottle, and snacks you can bring through. And I'm going to tell you this, when you get hangry, things don't go well. And so snacks and water bottle kind of help you get through the time. Very, very important for you to have, especially if you're expecting delays of any kind. Number seven is this, you need to balance kindness and firmness. A lot of people go up to customer service reps and assume that they're not there to help them or assume an entitlement mentality. Friends, I want you to act with kindness, to greet them with kindness because the standard person doesn't, and it goes a long way to helping them help you. I want you to assume that they want to help you, but they may not know the best way to help you. And so don't assume that the wor- don't assume that the worst out of the gate, assume they want to help you and help them get to yes. Help them figure out how to get to yes and with balancing kindness and firmness. Ultimately, when I travel, those are things I try to remember to smile, call people by name, make eye contact. Ultimately, people have tough jobs, and a lot of people deal with tough people. You guys know that they are out there. So the more kindness um, that you can bring, the better off I think you're going to be in the long term. We got to New York City. We arrived a little late into the Marine Terminal of LaGuardia. I'm going to talk a little bit more about transportation and things about New York City on the next episode. But listen, friends, when things go wrong, and they will go wrong at times, be prepared, go down this list, and have an awesome time wherever you're headed. We'll catch you next time on Nisa's Nugs Podcast.